All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to OT with Nasty Riggs, episode number eight. And our good buddy, this guy gets me jacked up. I don't care if we're talking about putt-putt. I get wound up <laughs> when I talk to this guy. Broads, what yeah. is up, my friend? Uh, things are pretty in Flyboy Land right now. Uh, what are your takes, man? Yeah, you're not wrong. And I will say, <laughs> this might be the first time that we hung out and I didn't go headband. I went Marvin from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I went with a little beanie on the head. So, yeah, that's a little cheap. Little change of pace. See, I'm not all fired up about the Flyers right now because, you know, they've hit rock bottoms. They're so far down that they're almost not even talkable. And when you hit that point, you know, obviously you you voice your frustration about it, but this is brutal. I mean, I saw the other day one of the beat reporters show out there, uh, make that seven straight, and I watch every night, whether it's on my TV background noise, like it's on my TV, so I'm fully, you know, seeing what's happening night by night, and I go, wait seven again like (laughs) seven again and now it's been eight i how do you lose 10 and now you're losing eight again this is impossible you're so right you're so right it it does seem impossible you know like with looking at their lineup you know right now they're getting a few guys back yeah It, it does seem impossible you're right as after going on a seven uh game point streak as well and it looked like they're turning the corner uh, it's gone backwards again, unfortunately. It's funny the psychology of, of winning and or losing, right? When you get into these these funks, you're, you're almost playing to lose. Like, you're almost expecting to lose, and you'll find ways to lose versus if you're if you're rolling and guys are bought in and the whole bit, you find ways to win. Um, it's tough. It's tough, you know? And like you said, there's, there's not much else to talk about besides 
the, the obvious and, and then where do we go from here i mean it's uh i think last time we had you on we were talking about you know g and the situations that might be um at play with him or obviously on on his own on his own turn um but uh, you know here we are eight weeks out of the trade deadline uh 13 points out of the wild card and i don't see any any hope here um so where do we go here from from here yeah it's a great question this is i actually had a conversation with my buddy the other day about this and this is where i'm torn because he wants to blow it up right trade g trade risto maybe you can get some sort some team at the trade deadline could add that type of defenseman that brings a physicality look if i'm a team making a championship run and i'm not the biggest risto fan in the world but i do think if you can add that size to your to your fifth and sixth defenseman add a power play whatever you can you can add that to your to your playoff run and not be in a tough spot so um he wants to go down that route but i just asked the question are you closer to finding the right mix or are you closer to blowing it up and then a three to five year window of, cause my thing is you're going to stink for three to five years blowing it up and then you're going to have to go through prospects and then they're going to have to play juniors or NCAA and work themselves up to some sort of level where you feel comfortable with them playing where now you're, you're really waiting. Now you're playing the long game. Yeah. I just feel individually there's talent on this team. They don't have the right mix. They don't have the right mindset. So are you closer to tweaking it? And if you think about the year, wise it's going to take you five years to rebuild anyway if you yeah, blow it up. yeah I agree. Where I, like are you closer to figuring it out or am i being naive because we've been saying that for so many years and we keep getting stuck in the middle ground so i don't know what to do but that's where i'm keep going back and forth in my head and i'm conflicted yeah yeah, yeah you're 100 right I'm, I'm torn too because like you said it is a three to five year program you blow this bad boy up and you better be banking on your 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 draft picks hitting. You, you can't miss. You can't. And and, and um, yeah, I'm almost leaning towards the side of trying to find pieces to support what they already have. Um, you know, uh, that, that that's where I'm at. You know, the, the full blow up. Um, it's it's again, you ha- you 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 better bank on getting those picks and and then them being. Not just not just playing, but actually being impact players, you know, and that's that's hard to do, right? I mean, it's it takes decades sometimes for t- for teams to go through that and hit on those down years where you get a guy like Crosby or McDavid or you know Patrick Kane or Taves or whatever else. So um, I don't know what are your thoughts there, Nas. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I just feel like, a, like you said, bro, it's, you blow it up, man. It's not a. It's not one year. No, it's, it's not. It's a few not years. And is Philadelphia that patient again? To we kind of <laughs> went through that with Haxie. That was his idea, um, and it looked like we kind of were getting it figured out. You know, during the bubble, you know, the team went on a decent run. I mean, I know they went to second yep. round, but yeah, game um, seven. They too. went to game yeah. seven. You know, you're right there for the conference final if you win that game, and um, it just things haven't worked the way we thought and, and here yeah, again but here's a here's a little counter argument to it that we're talking through this montreal established that something was wrong and they just went to the stanley cup yeah. finals and they they pulled the yeah. plug and made some moves and another part of this too is is chuck fletcher the guy to be in place to have a whole entire reset and a rebuild after what he was brought in here to do and making some of those signings i just don't think that fits so you'd have to have a whole entire new philosophy if you were to go down that path not saying this path has been working but that's why you're you're stuck yeah 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 you're you're right you're you're right yeah who who is who is creating the rebuild that's the you know that's the question you blow this thing up you blow you blow it up fully 
um, and, and you know, top to bottom, bringing in you know, new a new voice, new 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 general manager, and and then you start from scratch. I'm not convinced he is the guy. Um, you know, based on what I've seen, obviously, you know, again, injuries um, have plagued in 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 the, in the COVID stuff. But even even saying that, other other teams have gone through them. They haven't looked ha- as bad as the Flyers have in, in those stretches. So, I mean, I I think they have pieces. He's brought some pieces in, um, but I mean, I don't think he's done enough to create a, a legitimate you know championship team here. So, I, I agree. I guess with Chuck too, though, is. It hasn't worked out, obviously. This has been a disaster. But the moves prior to seeing the outcome made way more sense than the results that we are getting right now. Right, right. I can't bash him fully. I I can definitely criticize some things. I mean, I like Kevin Hayes, the player, but even at the time, there were question marks about the money and the years and things like that. And, you know, I I mean, I think he's a great player when healthy, and he can definitely help impact this franchise. I do believe that. But, you know, ultimately, when you look at bringing in Cam Atkinson and, you know, you can have question marks about Ristolainen and the, the offer that he made to bring him in and whatnot, but, you know, you definitely should be getting way more, even with those limitations on some of these guys, than what you're getting right now. So it's hard yep. for me to put all the blame on him when yep. these moves and these players are better players than what you're getting. Why is this the product that we're seeing on the ice? Yeah. No, you or got am I, you... am I overvaluing them? Well, I, I don't think so. I think I think like, we've talked about this in the off season. You know, the, the, we thought the moves they made were were, were good moves. So I was excited for this year. Yeah. You know, obviously you know, the, the biggest move. Ellis only played four game and he and he's out. I think another you know question mark um, that logs a lot of minutes uh, again is Yandel. I mean, he's again he's kind of towards the end of his career. Um, you know, you, you kind of know what you're going to get, but. What was is is he below expectations of what they were expecting? Obviously, they knew he had some warts, um, if you will. I don't know. I mean, I think just a bunch of guys have underachieved, and it's almost like contagious. And you know, it's it's guys that have been there before. It's some of these new guys that took some time to get going. I don't know. Um, so yeah, is, is it I, at the end of the day, Chuck did make an effort to address the things we talked and complained about last year. It just, just, you know, there's just so much, so much adversity. And, you know, again, at the end of the day too, you know, were those moves actually that significant? You know, you know, like you look at Jake and Jake for, for, for Cam, you could argue him essentially a wash, you know, Ellis was really, you know, the, the premier guy and, you know, Risto is, is, is an upgrade, but is he that much of an upgrade? You know, for 5.5 million. Yeah, you know, look at the money attached that's, to it. That's like that's the you know the, the question marks too, right? So I mean, he's shoppable. Um, G obviously G, yeah, what uh, you, is in a position with G, G is just like it's 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 up to him. What does he want? Does right. he want to ride this wave here in Philly and and, and hope you going into next season it's going to get better, or is he going you know is he just going to? Well, he's got to be resigned. I mean, that's the well, yeah. You don't know what they're doing, right, Broads? Like. Yeah, I don't know what they end up doing. If I'm him, though, I mean, it's easier said than done. He's got the family. He's got the kid. You right. know, that's obviously yeah. a huge part of this thing for him. But, you know, just it just seems so toxic right now. And I've been in toxic locker rooms. I'm sure we all have been in toxic locker rooms. And there's nothing like when a, a new season begins, you're in a different city, or you got a new head coach. Like, my yeah. first year in juniors in Vermont, we had one coach. And then the next year, we had a different coach. And just... Uh, you know, a, 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 just a different level of vibe surrounding the locker room when you're just in a whole new spot and um, new things happen and whatnot. And I, I just feel for G at this point, 
it is so damn toxic. I don't know who would ever want to be near this. And, and real quick, though, on the Ellis trade, I will have to say it hasn't worked out because he can't stay healthy. Right. But what you gave up in Nolan Patrick and Phil Myers, it's not as if these guys are moving around. the Right. Lane. You're right. Yeah. Like it actually, if he can stay healthy and that's been a problem the whole time, I guess, though, is him yeah. staying healthy in Nashville. Um, like at, in theory and on paper, it's not a terrible move. Not at, at all. The right. time. It's just not working out. It's just not working yeah, out. Yeah. If, if yeah. he's playing, I think we're in a totally different area yeah. right now than, than we are talking, but he hasn't played yeah. for some yeah. reason, you know. And Risto isn't worth the money, by the way. If they bring him back, you could find, look, maybe not the same level of physicality, but he's a second-pairing D guy in my eye. You know, like probably yeah. a second, fourth defenseman type of guy. You could find a fourth defenseman that might not bring you physicality but can give you way better in other areas of the game right. for, yeah. for, half for the less price. money. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Maybe not half, yeah. but yeah, but way less money. And go back to the Ellis thing. You know, you know, as a general manager, it's always a risk signing anybody, right? Especially a guy with a history of injuries, right? You always want to hope that this is the year that he's not going to have one. And you know, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's a gamble there. Unfortunately, didn't. I guess my point is, I'll take that gamble. I, I and, and I and I and I agree. It's, it's yeah. you know, even if it was a wash, it's it's still. I mean, it's, I think it's still better than what it was. Even yeah. even, even if he only played four games, you know. Uh, but you know, it's it's a risk, you know, and he's a. It's only An older been four guy. games. That's I mean, it. Like, it's been four games this yeah. season. You know, it's a sh- I'll tell you what. It's a damn shame because yeah. they are – they're lost, right? Like, they are – in this city, in this fan base, they are lost in the sauce with everything going on. And there is a time where it hits so low that it's recognizable. Wow, the Flyers are so lost that it actually brings up conversation. We're starting to hit that maybe, but, I mean, it just lacks so much depth that you can get into. And based off of the X, expectations that we had i will say i hosted on the fanatic after the flyers penguins game at home and i had this whole game plan of i'm gonna talk in bead i'm gonna talk all the sixers big win like it it was a whole thing i put my notes together but i started the show by just saying flyers got their asses kicked it was brutal i can't believe that uh uh, (laughs) um ed snyder didn't get anything on the jumbo I'll, i'll tell you what People were lined up until midnight, and we had to stop taking calls because I was getting off the air. I didn't speak on Joel Embiid once, and people were pissed and bothered and annoyed because of the Flyers and Snyder and everything that I was – I said, damn, I spent an hour and a half game planning my show. Yeah. And the Flyers, I was, I was like happy. I'm not happy we're in this position, but I'm happy that it hit a point for some to, right. to vent. Because I think that's when maybe, maybe it gets up to the people upstairs that there's fans right. with trash bags over their heads. 100%, yeah. Or brown paper bags, I should say. Yeah, yeah and then that, that would just lend it, you know, the, the conversation of Comcast selling the Flyers to an owner that gives a shit. You know, will that, will that happen? No, now? probably not. But that, it's probably extremely hopeful. But I mean, that would be the only way to somewhat repair that lack of spirit that's happened since Ed Snyder passed. You're never gonna have a lo- owner like Ed Snyder, but like wow. when there was a human connection to the team, it's a different vibe versus obviously the the, the, the corporate the corporate look. But 
When you oh, walk into that building right now, it, it's it's nothing. I mean, the Rangers took over the building the other night. There is zero feeling. And, and I might have told you this story before, but I grew up with my father, who is the Broad Street Bullies guy, right? But I, he had season tickets with his buddy. And I was four or five. He'd sneak me in with the – I'd sit on his lap. But when I walked with the smell, Lauren Hart coming out, like right. there was something about everything being at the Flyers game and the connection. And it's more than – I'm not talking about – the fights and all that. And right. I know that plays a role with the connection with the Broad Street Boys and all, but there was just a different sense of urgency of being there as a fan with the connection. And I'm talking early 2000s. And, yep. um, and you know, at times, that wasn't even the best of times, but the nine, late 90s, early 2000s and all, when there was still some life to it, it, it sucks walking into that building right now. It sucks. It's definitely a different atmosphere. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know where I don't know how you fix that. You know, that's a whole other set of issues, right? I mean, that's a <laughs> if you're talking about repairing what's going on in the locker room, that's a you know that's a different type of uh, repair, um, if but you hey, will. But gritty, yeah, the gritty. Smash, we got gritty, right? The smash room and gritty. Whatever the hell is <laughs> yeah. smash room? What the hell is I that like to garbage? see you in the smash room. Oh Thanks. man, <laughs> might light that thing up. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll see Travis Konechny, Joel Faraby after the game in the smash yeah, room. Yeah, exactly. Trying to break more sticks. sticks. Be- Beezer didn't even make it to the smash room no, no. fucking put that three that three four wax people made such a big deal out of that as if i didn't do that seven times a period and you know what i mean yeah. the first intermission in college yeah. yeah i got i got 26 sticks a year and i'm still i don't give a damn you know? yeah. stick 15 it's week three you know I don't, that's how many bad outlet passes i had in practice <laughs> it just know? wasn't on uh live hd television right yeah. <laughs> tape to skate was the name of the game for me my right. forwards Woo, Broads. Come on, man. Damn. A little bit behind him. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit behind. <laughs> Tape to skates. Tape to skates. If you'd have played with that G, he would have picked it up no oh, problem. Oh, yeah, he would have. That guy's the best yeah. at that. Yeah. Unfortunately, the D3 NCAA level might might limit the ability to make some of those plays for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Right on, bro. It's, well, we appreciate your insight. Always a pleasure to have you on. Of course. Thanks for having me, fellas. What do you got this week? What do I have this yep. week? What don't I have this week? Look, I just I had coffee with bros before I hopped on with you. We screamed about Ben Simmons. Right now, we <laughs> scream about the Flyers. And then, after this, I have to do a little bit of an Eagles show. So, it's just nonstop of frustration right now, really, in the city, which it kind of always goes that way. It's positive, and it's all great. And then it's yep. all negative. It, we can't just have it the, the right way. You know, you just... It's always one or the other extreme. Tra- training. I guess when it's all positive, it's, you know, I can't complain about that. Right. And and training camp's starting soon, right? The pitchers, do, do they do they report soon? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Geez, come I'm on. We don't even, they're, they're on hold right I know, now I know. bargaining. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding, man. Unbelievable. You can't even look forward to that. That's what I, I will I'm, say, <laughs> the Monday morning after, after the uh, Eagles got eliminated, I woke up and I thought about the president of baseball operations. Of the, my mind went... Right yep. to baseball, you know, and that's it. Shouldn't it should be about a Flyer Stanley Cup run? Dude. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You're yeah. right. All well, right, dude. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Brother. Thanks, fellas. Take I care. Appreciate Take sip, sipping on that Joe. Keep you going. Of course, you guys keep doing what you do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. See, See you, bros. Brother. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.